Night Talk, Monday to Thursdays, 10 to midnight. It is 26, 28 minutes, my apologies, to the top of the hour. This is Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for the absolute honor and pleasure of your company. Colin Maine was the last ANC Youth League president until the structure collapsed and was, dis- and was disbanded within the ANC. And it struggled for many years to get uh, the Youth League to sit for Congress once again and elect a leadership. National Youth Task Team after the next was appointed and disbanded and appointed and disbanded in hopes to bring about Congress and to get a new leadership elected. But now one has been elected, and from Colin Mahine, it is now Colin Malaching that is leading the organization. The ANC Youth League once again seemingly exists. But will it exist sustainably? Will it become a self-sufficient organization? And does the current leadership know how to achieve that? But what does it imagine its role to be in the mother body politics of the African National Congress? And what role does it want to play in shaping our national politics? Colin, obviously, on his maiden speech, made it quite clear that what will be an imperative for the Youth League will be to force on the mother body, a 50% representation of young people in parliament. Currently sits at far less than that. I think only one in five members of the ANC caucus happen to be young people. Significantly more than the fifth administration, which had far less young people at, uh, represented in parliament. And I think that was around one in seven of its caucus members were members of the, or at least were young people in the politics of the ANC. How did it achieve that? There has been some resistance to this proposal in the past, but it seemingly is being a lot more welcomed by senior members of the public, of, of the party. Nomvula uh, Mukanyane being one of those, but pushing back, saying, yeah, we agree, but it must be managed well. There must be a transition. It can't be abrupt. And that's sort of a pacifying way of saying, don't get rid of the old people. We still need our pensions and we still need our salaries. Colin now joins us in this conversation. Colin, good evening. Uh, firstly, I guess congratulations on your election as the uh, Youth League president of the ANC. Well, good evening and thank you very much for the invite. Yeah. Uh, Look, uh, let's start on that big issue about parliamentary representation before we speak about the organizational health and restructuring of what will become uh, the Colin Malachi ANC Youth League. Uh, That proposal seemingly the big bright idea emanating from your maiden speech, uh, amongst other things. Um, how do you, I mean, it's what, we what, 13 months out to elections. Uh, the ANC branches and structures will start compiling its list for the IEC in the next, what, six months or so. It's not a lot of time to assemble uh, or to get consensus on this debate and to have it arranged and conducted in that way. How do you imagine in the next six to eight months you will achieve 50% representation amongst ANC parliamentary potential parliamentary members that may make it into parliament? Look, the first thing I want to do, I want to consolidate a list of young people that we want in parliament and consolidate a list of young people that we want in different provinces in the legislature. Then we're going to have a coordinated program to lobby for them in BGM of the ALC that will seek to nominate candidates uh, to appear on the parliamentary list. Now, uh, a lot of young people are... Uh, are part of uh, branches of the ANC and are strongly active in those areas. The next cycle will take it to the mid-conference of the ANC, 
will make sure that young people who have been nominated at the structures of the ANC are protected on the list that it makes up to 50% or more. Yeah, and and of course, it, it, these, these lists are democratically assembled, right? It's not like you can force certain people or that people are strategically co-opted. Uh, branches vote and based on the number of votes uh, you, you you either high up on the list in the middle of the list or at the bottom of the list. It may well be that 50% of the list that is submitted to the IEC does contain young people but if they spread towards the bottom of the list if you were to imagine uh, a bell curve right now it means that young people may not make it especially if the electoral favors do not fall towards the ANC and it dips below 50% or doesn't grow its electoral share. It means that while you add half the list being young people, it means that it is really the candidates towards the top of the list, which may not necessarily be young people that eventually ostensibly make it into parliament. How do you how do you intend programmatically to approach those dynamics? We've already launched the campaign uh, that young people must avail themselves and they must go to the crowd and work. Uh, if we are rejected by the crowd, it means they're not deserving because uh, it's us who must go and work on the debate. I don't believe that. The old card has got more energy than us. Most of them are nominated in parliament and nominated by structures of the ANC, highly influenced by young people. Now, we're simply saying now, let's change the plan. Uh, let's uh, nominate young people to be 50% or more of parliament. And I can tell you we'll achieve that because uh, we are the most influential pressures of the yeah. ANC. And uh, we don't, I don't believe that uh, those above the age of 75, 65, to 70 years can defeat us uh, on the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, look, we'll continue the conversation about uh, representation because representation in Parliament is one thing. Representation in Cabinet, of course, is in another. And, of course, we do now see one in five of ANC caucus members being young members, but nearly none none of the portfolio committees seem to be having a chairperson that is a youthful member. So they, 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 they get a seat at the table, but they don't have a loud voice once they get to the table. And I want us to address that particular matter of youth representation in particular, the substance of it. But before we do, let's take a quick break. Give us a call if you have a question or a comment for Colin Malachi, the newly elected ANC Youth League president. So give me a call, 86 I'm also going to take your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 1-0-7. 20 minutes to the top of the hour. I'm in conversation with the ANC Youth League President Colin Malachi, and we're speaking about youth representation in the ANC's parliamentary caucus. Uh, before we went to that break, Colin, I, I pointed out that even though one in five of the ANC's caucus members at the moment happen to be young people, none of them, it seems, I, I may have this wrong because these things change all the time, but the last time I checked, none of them were portfolio committee chairpersons. Uh, none of them uh, held any sort of strategic positions in the ANC parliamentary caucus and very few of them trickle up into cabinet whether as ministers or deputy ministers i think we may only have about what four uh, members uh, of cabinet ministers and deputy ministers that technically would qualify as 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 youth um what draw the link between before me between numeric representation and substantive representation how do you hope that translates Look, one must first accept that we are in minority in Parliament, uh, those who are young. Uh, we only have one chairperson of a committee, who is Komar uh, Nompendulo, who is the chair of uh, higher education. Yes. Uh, but apart from that, there's nothing. You know, that's a battle we're fighting for. That's why we want to take half of the Parliament. 
uh, to be young people from there we're going to take uh, half of uh, uh, the, the chairpersons of committees and whips when we're done with that one half of uh, the, the cabinet because uh, young people belongs to, belong in the corridors of power nowhere else uh, they must take responsibility of their own future uh, uh, if, if they're saying they're too young to to take responsibility it's not true where, where should they learn they must learn there in parliament they must learn everywhere yeah. so that they understand and take charge of their own future you can't postpone that thing for too long do you do you have to wait until the elections to force that to happen i'm sure it could happen right now if it happens right now you still not have 50 percent because in parliament there's not even 50 percent of young people are below 35 for if we count our names or not even four yeah how uh, you you have not resolved the resolution the resolution is 50 percent yes you can push it for now but you're going to have uh, three people uh, one is colin malaji who's now going to be a full-time official in Little House as the president of the Youth League. You are left with three people in Parliament who are below the age of 35. Now, you still have the same crisis. Now, the reality is that the representation is low. It must increase so that there's a bit of options uh, to choose for for the, exec- from, for the executives. Yeah. Is there room for young people in the ANC, especially in its parliamentary caucus, to really substantively disagree with, I'll say, quote-unquote here, the elders of the party, right? Oftentimes, young people are just so grateful to have those positions that they seem to toe the party line. Um, I didn't hear any strong dissenting voices from any of the young people in Parliament when they had to vote on Palapala matter. You were a member of Parliament at the time. You would, of course, recall a lot of those conversations. Is there room for dissent? Look, the answer is a democratic organization. And uh, in democracy, you engage, you engage when you are when you are when you are engaging in it. And if majority vo- vo- majority view moves, you don't move out of majority view because we believe in what you call democratic centralism. Now, there is no way that uh, anything outside that process is ill-discipline. Now, uh, that's what people miss today. Is we're not a cult organization, we're not an organization that serves only individuals. We're a democratic organization now. Any other issue is high level of consultation and debate internally. And when, you are, when the when majority view rules, we all support the majority view. That's how the ANC operates. Yeah. Just as a sidebar, Colin, what was your view on the Palapala Section 89 committee report when it was time to vote for it? Uh, the, the party line was very clear. No, that, no, your uh, view, that, yours, yours is Colin. No, no, but there's no individualistic in the ANC. In the ANC, you are told there's a party line. Now, the party line was clear that majority of members of the party believe that the process must be redone and must be done properly because the report that was presented was not done properly and we must it must be rejected by the majority of parliament. Uh, outside and of the proven, sun, yeah. And we're proven right. We're proven right because uh, the public protector reports has cleared the president. No, it's not cleared the president of impropriety. It's cleared him of violating the executive member the ethics of code. The president still has criminal questions to answer and the SIU is investigating. That notwithstanding... Uh, but those reports are not out. Why do we say in the report? Just to correct you. Yeah, so he's not cleared. The, the rejection, you said he's cleared. Let me, let, me, let me clarify you. The, the, the rejection of the report was that the reports from all institutions of the state that are investigating the matter are incomplete. Now, we've been waiting for them to be, to be completed. When they're completed, then... The, the ANC's organization will take a decision on the matter. Yeah, but you said the president has been cleared. I'm saying he's not been cleared. Yeah, but by one, by one section of the state institution on on matters that they've invigilated them on. Now, other institutions have not yet responded. Right. 
and even that uh, notwithstanding is not quite complete right because there has been already an indication by the ATM that they uh, intend to take that report on review and of course that isn't a lengthy drawn out litigious program uh, before I go to the lines Colin and uh, there are a number of course I do want to take and you can give us a call 086-000-2032 I want to ask you perhaps the more conceptual question here what what do you imagine the role of the ANC Youth League to be in the mother body and by extension in shaping our national politics? What what is the what is the the mission really of what will be the ANC Youth League over the next couple of months and years? Look, uh, we are going to be very a very irritating board in the mother body uh, because we are bringing new ideas uh, that uh, we have long moved away from. Uh, one of them is to the innovation sector. We need to move on to it. The art and culture sector, we have left it out. That must come in. But the most important thing is the restructuring of the economy to benefit the majority. What does that and look I think like? it's been a debate for... Look, uh, the chances are high. Uh, there's, a, there's a pressure not only in the internal society. And the pressure is caused by a high level of unemployment. It's caused by uh, the demographics of the country. You know, it's clear that uh, the economy of the country is controlled by the minorities. And society is starting to be aware and revolt against it. Even the ruling party, we can't hold back anymore. We need to unite everyone to make sure that all of those issues are addressed. Now, the the, the ground is fertile for those uh, uh, views of the youth league to be influencing the ANC. You know, the yeah. ANC youth league is a body of opinion in the ANC. But when the ground is more fertile, because the ANC responds better to societal pressures, because it's founded on those principles. Yeah, you've given me a diagnosis of the status quo, but what are the ideas? For instance, you've explained why there's a need to restructure the economy, but what does the restructured economy need to look like and what will the substance of the restructuring be or what should it be? Okay, one of the realities that uh, we need to deal with, uh, uh, as I say, I can give you a practical example. We need to reindustrialize. Uh, we pronounce ourselves on the solar, solar issues, solar panel issues that uh, they must distribute, but we don't even have one factory in South Africa. That does that. Most of the factors are in China. We've we've, uh, we've spoken about uh, issues of uh, agri processing. Uh, most of those things uh, we need to stop those factors for that. Now it means that is the structure of the economy. Now we must make sure majority of those issues are, are run by majority of South Africans who have been excluded from their own economy, which are black in majority. The, the new economic opportunities must they must be the drivers of making sure they're delivered. Yeah. You know, Carlo, when you said new ideas, I, I really thought you were going to mention new ideas. All of what you've said so far are things I've already heard in the ANC repeatedly so. Yeah, the, the, the biggest problem that we need to deal with is the implementation of them. Now, the youth league is going to play the serious, serious, serious uh, watchdog to make sure that all of those resolutions are implemented. Uh, because we've got beautiful resolutions and I want to agree with you. The reason you always repeat them, even other no, I, I, I didn't say borrow, they are beautiful. I just said know, I've heard them before. You know, even other even other political parties borrow resolutions from the ANC. Their manifestos are a mirror of what the ANC stands for. Now we need to make sure that those, all of those things are implemented. So you're not bringing new ideas. You're just bringing new energy to implement and be a a, a watchdog, as you say, to hold to accountable if it is not implemented. The new ideas is to make sure that uh, we have methods on how we do it. Uh, there's new opportunities now of uh, the issue of the energy crisis that we're faced with that requires us to act urgently. It's a new opportunity for the majority of South Africans to be actively involved in. It opens them a new opportunity economically for them to move in. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's use that as an example. In the springboard, uh, you would have no doubt read uh, the uh, uh, the integrated energy resource plan uh, to help overcome load shedding. The methods of what uh, of how the things are going to be achieved that are spelled out uh, uh, in the in the objectives are in that plan. What which which of those I methods do you think is not sufficient, and what would you be adding to that to make it to enhance those methods of achieving the implementation of these ideas? Look, the most important thing that we need to deal with is to first speak about the EMF recovery by focusing on the six priorities of stations that are that are that are in progress, while sustaining the performance of the rest of the fleet to make sure that uh, we are able to produce and unlock the 1,862 megawatts that we must make sure that we are putting into the fall to assist that the generation is operated. Now, those are part of the issue that we must speak on make sure that we also give enough funding to ESCOM so that it's sustainable and make it sustainable and also protect it from corruption that uh, uh, small groups can be able to capture and make sure that they're monopolizing the evergreen programs that are not sustainable moving forward. And the mixed energy is very important that we deal with, uh, working from the issue of the coal matter, uh, the clean coal technology that has been brought on place, making sure that uh, there's also other ways of making sure that there's energy that can assist to be a support base on the already that in the already coal support that we have so no new ideas again you're just repeating what's already in the document no, no but those are ideas that uh, must be implemented even methods uh, even methods that's already you, you, what you, you said is exactly uh, in the document you, yeah but you can't you can't uh, undermine those ideas until they're totally implemented. But they're still tested, we're still working on them. We must make sure they're fully implemented before you erase them because uh, those ideas are not fully implemented that must be implemented now. Oh, no, I was just going off of you saying that there's a need for new ideas. So we were testing what those new ideas are. Let's go to the lines. Give me a call. 086-000-2032. Let's start out with Clifford in Boroka. Clifford, good evening. How are you, bro? I'm well, I'm well. Go right ahead, Clifford. Yeah. yeah. The youth in, in, in parliament and all that stuff. I mean, uh, when I call it, we have the few youth in parliament. What are they doing? They're they doing nothing. All they do is the, the, the party line, as you say, party line, like they vote for wrong things that the, their president are doing. And my advice and my warning to you, Please, please, don't try to become Malema match. Otherwise, you are going to fall in this politics of South Africa. Go and concentrate on the youth issues. Don't get into politics of the elders. Who are going to tell you to go and match Malema. You'll trick yourself. Please concentrate on the youth issues. We have a lot of youth in South Africa who are all over in taxi ranks, Nyaupe, everywhere. You understand? Please don't come, don't try okay. to become Malema Mesh. Thank you. Clifford, thank you so much for your call. Really do appreciate it. Kandisa uh, in Matrosana. Kandisa, good evening. Evening, Oliver, my homeboy. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Go right ahead, sir. Good. Eggman, uh, Oliver, I want to ask uh, uh, Colin two questions or three questions. Look, uh, let's stick it to two because there are a few more calls. On, on, on his statement, he was 
Singleton, one province, Eastern Cape, Christiani District, region, to say they were not happy about this election. And also, I wanted to ask him, the, the, the RTT has imposed people that have a report that in the Northwest, that's supposed to be implemented. So what is his view about that? The last one is the issue of young people who are in the municipalities. And municipalities are collapsing because they are, they are led, led by young people in, around uh, uh, the country. Yeah. Young people and municipalities are collapsing. So, so what's what the question? They will change when they are in the uh, national. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Really do appreciate it. Colin, please do take off note of that question. Uh, Vuyo in Kurman. Vuyo, good evening. Go right ahead. Uh, good evening. First time caller. I just wish to congratulate the president, um, President um, Colin. Um, just a quick one on the nationalization of the Central Bank. What are the policy position on it? Sure. And when I say nationalization of the Central Bank, I'm, re- I'm referring specifically to the um, development states, because obviously the majority shareholders um, after the majority of people who are to the agency. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Colin, do you want to go for those? Yeah, let me start with the, um, the what is the, the, the youth doing in Parliament? Sure. Look, uh, we're doing a lot. We're not in majority, as I've said in the beginning. Uh, both sides, whether in the ruling party or the opposition parties, the youth still remain the minorities. Uh, but we, we do our part, uh, those who are deployed, uh, the, we do oversight where we can, we speak about the work that we are doing. But I can tell you it's not enough. Uh, you, you need more power, to, to more manpower in the office to assist that process. That's why the work is not seen because it was done by the majority. That is one. The Mukante report is clear. Uh, it must be implemented. Uh, uh, if it's not, because the reason the set of the Mukante report is to deal with uh, the wrongdoings that have been done doing in the local government elections. Uh, everyone that is affected on the report will be forced to move aside and uh, allow a fair process uh, to continue. Number three, on the nationalization of the Reserve Bank, I think that's what he was trying to say. He said Development Bank, but I think he's speaking about the Reserve Bank. Yes. Uh, the, the Reserve Bank is very important that it's nationalized so that uh, it is utilized to neutralize the monopolies in the country and also give majority and manage the the the, the interest rates that are given to our people so that we, we allow people not to feel up be oppressed in the issues that are faced with because one of the, the, pro- the problems that are faced with is that on top of the high level of inequalities the middle class is still highly 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 affected by high level of interest rates and if it's run by the state, it can be easily be managed to benefit the majority. Yeah. And those are areas that need to move around. Because uh, on so, top so, of that, so, so what does what does that mean? That monetary policy uh, decisions need to move away from the governor to where I don't know, minister of finance, uh, cabinet. No, that means that uh, yes, that's the mandate that has been given because uh, the role of the, the the governing party at that time is to guard the interest of behalf of the people. Now it can be run by some shareholders sitting somewhere where we don't know where they're sitting, telling us what to do at the expense of our own people. Some of the issues that are facing our people of high level of inequalities can be resolved by utilizing that, that, by utilizing that instrument of the Reserve Bank. Okay, let's have a listen at one of two of the voice notes that's come through on our WhatsApp line. Um, good evening, good evening, gentlemen. Um, Colin, what is your strategy 
in becoming the 50% um, in, in parliament as, as you'd like, I just want to know how you're going to do it because I see these big uh, guys that are in parliament, like the old ones, like Obo Pekitele and the rest, resisting to, 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 to move out of parliament. How are you going to do it? How are you going to convince them to move out? Because, I mean, there are people who've been there in the cabinet since I was in the primary school. So what is your strategy to remove those old folks? Anonymous from Teben. Colin, do you want to go for that? Look, I think I've mentioned the strategy in the beginning. I said that uh, we are going to mobilize structures of the ANC and the NCU League to nominate uh, majority young people below the age of 35 uh, so that we make up the 50% of that because the ANC is a democratic organization. Now, everything is subjected to a democratic process and it's a process that I think uh, structures of the youth league were ready to contest and win. Mm. Yeah, let's do one more voice note. Dumela, Oliver, and Colin Malachi. Let me get to the point. Colin, the question I'd like to put to you is as simple as ABC. Is there age restriction among you, NC Youth League Executive Committee members? Are you all under the age of 35? As you know, that in South Africa, when I speak of the youth, the youth is from 18 to 35. Is there anyone among you who is 36 and above? Good evening of people, anonymous from Brunswick. I mean, that would not have be constitutionally been allowed. Uh, they could not possibly stand. <laughs> uh, but I'll leave it there, uh, Colin. 30 seconds, uh, your, your last thoughts as we wrap this up. No, no one will be allowed to be elected in the NEC of the Youth League if it's above 35. Only 1035 VCs to be a member. We're fresh from conference now. There's no one now who's, uh, I can say, uh, above 35 years. But you did have uh, 34,9s trying their luck there, though. Uh, look, uh, when you're 34, 34,9, you, you qualify. Comma uh, 9 is, there's nothing called a, a, a age comma 9. Are you, how old are you now? <laughs> you know uh, exactly what I mean, euphemistically, right? Yeah, now, the 35, uh, there's not, there's no age in South Africa called comma. It's either you're 34 or 35. Now, when you're 35, you cease to be a member. Okay. <laughs> it's a 14, 35. <laughs> now, now, the comma you... issue. I don't know. It's no, no, you know exactly what I'm speaking about, but I'm going to leave you there. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and really do appreciate it. Colin Malachi, the newly elected president of the ANC Youth League. What are your thoughts? I'm taking all of your actions to all of the conversations we had in the first hour of the show. Give me a call 86 2032 I'm taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 It's 11 o'clock. Let's take your final news bulletin with me, Dupi Makhalimel.